Thank you for joining the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Northwestern Division for today's Missouri River Basin Water Management Conference call. This call is an ad hoc call due to recent changes in the region. The next call will be held Friday, July 6 at 1 p.m. Central Time. I am Eileen Williamson and I will be moderating today's call. These calls are recorded and placed on the Defense Video and Imagery Distribution System at www.bvidshub.net slash usace-nwd. Your participation acknowledges your consent to be recorded. All lines will be placed on mute during this call. To unmute your line to ask a question, press star six. Please be aware that the forced mute function does not work on all phones, so if I ask, please use your phone's own mute function to avoid interrupting the call. Do not place the call on hold. The question and answer session will be reserved for the end of the call. Calls for questions will not be part of the recording if none are asked. Our primary speaker today is Mr. John Remus, spelled J-O-H-N. R-E-M-U-S. We'll ask that everyone who speaks to answer questions or ask questions provide their name and the organization with, with which they represent, and I'll reiterate that at the end. Now I will turn the call over to Mr. John Remus, Chief of the Missouri River Water Management Division for the Northwestern Division of the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. John. Thank you, Eileen. Uh, good afternoon, and again, thank you for joining us. As Eileen said, my name is John Remus, and I am the Chief of the Missouri River Basin Water Management Division. We're here today to discuss the, the current conditions of the Missouri River Mainstream Reservoir System and our planned operation of the system over the next few weeks. I will give a brief summary of the system conditions and our planned operations, and then we will open it up to questions and answers. First of all, I'd like to remind everyone that public safety remains the Corps of Engineers' primary focus. With that, we'll start with the reservoir system storage. Storage is currently approximately 66 million acre-feet, or approximately 9.9 .9 million acre-feet, into the 16.3 million acre-feet of available flood control storage. The system storage is expected to peak this year in early July, near 67.5 million acre-feet. Just to give some perspective on that, uh, this is approximately 5 million acre-feet below the peak storage in 2011, which was 72.8 million acre-feet. Moving on to the reservoirs, we're going to be looking primarily at the uh, upper three reservoirs, or what we call the big three. Uh, those reservoirs are Fort Peck, Garrison, and Oahe. At Fort Peck, which is located near Glasgow, Montana, is currently at elevation 2246.1, or 12.1 feet above the base of the flood control pool or 0.1 feet into the exclusive flood control pool. The top of the exclusive flood control pool at Fort Peck is 2250. Fort Peck is expected to peak near elevation 2247.4 in early July. Releases at this time are 22,000 cubic feet per second and will remain there for the foreseeable future. This, is re this release is in excess of the maximum powerhouse capacity so releases will be required from both the powerhouse and the spillway. At Garrison Dam, 
The reservoir is currently at approximate elevation 1851.6 or 1.6 feet into the exclusive flood control zone, which extends from elevation 1850 to 1854. It is expected to peak near elevation 1852.7 in the next few weeks. <clears throat> Daily releases are being stepped up from 52,000 cubic feet per second to 60,000 cubic feet per second over the next three days. We should reach 60,000 cubic feet per second on Saturday. The maximum powerhouse release is 41,000 cubic feet per second. Therefore, releases are being made from both the powerhouse and the regulating tunnels. Oahe Reservoir is currently at elevation 1612.3, 4.8 feet above the base of the flood control pool, which extends from elevation 1605 to 1620. Due to the higher releases from Garrison, the reservoir will rise steadily over the next few weeks. It is expected to peak near elevation 1616.5, about nine feet into the flood control pool. Daily releases are expected to be in the range of 40,000 to 50,000 cubic feet per second this summer. Due to the higher releases from the projects, there is currently no hydropower generation peaking being done at Fort Peck or Garrison. That wraps up the, uh, the system storage brief. I'd like to talk now a little bit about our system releases. System releases are the discharges from Gavin's Point Dam, which is the most downstream dam in the system. Gavin's Point is located near Yankton, South Dakota. Due to heavy rains that fell Wednesday in eastern South Dakota and northwestern Iowa, or excuse me, heavy rains of approximately four to six inches fell Wednesday in eastern South Dakota and northwestern Iowa. This rain fell in unregulated tributary watersheds of the Big Sioux, James, Vermilion, and Floyd Rivers, all of which empty into the Missouri River downstream of Gavin's Point Dam. This resulted in large inflows into these tributaries, which will eventually flow into the Missouri River. Our short-term releases from Gavin's Point Dam were decreased from 36,000 CFS to 32,000 CFS yesterday, and were further reduced this morning to 28,000 cubic feet per second. We plan another 4,000 cubic feet per second reduction to 24,000 cubic feet per second at 6 p.m. this evening. This reduction of Gavin's Point releases is being timed to offset some of the peak tributary flows that will be entering the Missouri River. Because of significant rain falling in the reach between Fort Randall and Gavin's Point, we are limited to a total release reduction of about 12,000 cubic feet per second. Our long-term system releases, we plan to increase the Gavin's Point releases after the peak, after the current peak occurs to continue with the evacuation of stored flood water. Gavin's Point releases will be increased at a rate of about 4,000 cubic feet per day. Uh, these planned operations are based on the best information that we have at this time. The Corps of Engineers will continue to monitor the basin conditions and make any necessary adjustments, we can, you can find more information on our operations at our website. If you don't have our website, if you don't know our website, you can find it by simply Googling Missouri River Water Management. This concludes my prepared statements, and I'll turn it back over to Eileen for a question and answers. Thank you, John. In the email sent yesterday inviting you to participate in this call, we provided links to several of the products that John mentioned. 
They include the three-week forecast, the weekly update, and the National Weather Service Missouri River Basin Forecast Center. I will now begin fielding questions by state in alphabetical order. Again, I ask that you state your name and the organization you represent before asking your questions. I'll start with Iowa. Are there any congressional delegation members? Remember to press star six to come off mute. For Iowa, tribes or state or local officials. For Iowa members of the press, we'll do the same for Kansas. Again, star six to come off mute. Any questions from the state of Kansas? And moving to the state of Missouri. State of Montana, star six to come off mute. State of Nebraska, any questions? Again, star six to come off mute. State of North Dakota. This is Laura Ackerman with the North Dakota State Water Commission. I have a couple you, questions. Go ahead. Uh, does the Corps have uh, an idea of how high Lake Sakakawea would have to get before the outflows would equal inflows? Based on our most recent three-week forecast, uh, the peak uh, discharge or the peak pool elevation at uh, Garrison is estimated to be 1852.7. That's the the peak at our under our current uh, forecast. Yep, and if you know if we got more rain and things changed, operations changed. Do you have an idea at what elevation Lake Sakaka we would have to get to before the core, or at what point the lake would have to get to where the core would say, okay, whatever's coming in is going out? Um, would it have to get all the way up to the top or like a foot from the top? Well, I don't think that that's, uh, uh, we would look at any particular trigger, trigger elevation. We do have uh, space available in Fort Peck that we could use, and we might cut back some flows uh, out of Fort Peck uh, under that scenario. Uh, the exclusive flood control zone, we would use all of that uh, before we would uh, necessarily pass inflows. So I, I don't know whether whether I can give you an elevation, but uh, okay, if we well, need to, we will utilize the full exclusive flood control zone. All right, I think that answers the question. Uh, and my, the other question was on your daily bulletin uh, under the the occupied storage column, the flood control percent column has it, certain rows have different colors. Some are red, some are yellow, some are green. Do you know what those colors mean? Let me. Uh, Does that make sense? Mike, you want to answer that question? Or, uh, go ahead. When, when the main stem storages get above 75%, we color them red. Between 25 and 75, they're yellow. And then below that, they are, or no, sorry, 50% and 75, they are yellow. And below that, they're green. Okay. Okay, I think that's it for us. Thanks. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Laura. Any other questions from the state of North Dakota? Again, star six to come off mute. Okay, moving on to the state of South Dakota. 
Hello, this is Christy Terman with the South Dakota Department of Public Safety. Just a quick question. You had mentioned that the peak at Oahe was predicted to be 1616.5. When do you expect that to occur? Uh, sometime in July. We don't know exactly when that will, will, will occur. It's beyond our uh, three-week forecast. Okay, thank you. Um, Any other questions from the state of South Dakota? Yes, this is Kim Olson with Senator Rounds' office. All right, thank you. Yep, couple questions. Um, one question about um, the Oahe Dam. Are all the turbines operational there? Uh, we'd have to check on that. That doesn't really affect our our discharges because if they can't put it through the powerhouse, they'll put it through the operating tunnels. Okay. And then a question about the tail, um, both in uh, up at Garrison and then down by Oahe, dumping into Lake Sharp. Do you have projections of when, when you're pushing water through at you know 60,000 CFS or whatever the amount is? Do you have projections of when those tails underneath the dam, when when that would cause flooding, and are you expecting any flooding in those areas? Could you repeat the question, please? Yes. So. I mean, I think most immediate is probably at the Garrison Dam, but potentially later would be at the Oahe Dam. If you're pushing water through at increased rates of like 60,000 CFS or whatever the amount ends up being, um, the tails underneath those dams, so like the, the the water, the river underneath Garrison Dam or at some point at the Oahe Dam, the Lake Sharp area, do you have projections of when, if you're pushing through at faster levels, would th would you expect flooding underneath those dams? Oh, you mean downstream of the dams? Correct, yes. Okay. The projection now at, the, at our current 60,000 CFS uh, release is that we would still be a foot and a half below flood stage at Bismarck. And then our Oahe releases are going to be between 40 and, excuse me here, make sure, between 40 and 50,000 cubic feet per second. Uh, we would not expect any flooding from those particular releases in the Pure Fork Pier area. Okay, and so if, do you have a point, though, like if you need to increase those levels above the 50,000 um, cubic feet per second, do you know, like at this point, um, you know, at these release levels that you would expect, you know, potential flooding in the Oahe? Are you tracking that? Um, we'll be looking at that, but I couldn't give you that number right now. Okay. Thank you. Any other questions from the state of South Dakota? Um, yeah, this is Randy Dockendorf with the President of Conan Yankton. I was wondering, um, you mentioned reducing releases at Gavin's Point. Um, do you have any idea, John, what eventually it will reach, what you'll be down to, and how long you'll have to leave it there? Our plan is to go down to 24,000 and not go below that. Okay. Uh, how long we stay there will depend a little bit on how soon the, uh, uh, the water from the uh, you know, the James and the Vermilion and the Big Sioux River makes its way out. Uh, right now we're planning for a few days. Uh, we'll come back up next week sometime, but uh, that's yet to be seen. John, I'm sorry, did you say 24? Will that start this evening? Is that what you said? Uh, we're planning it this evening at uh, 6 p.m. Okay. Um, you, you kind of alluded to this, but there could be more rain this weekend, probably not as dramatic as the last couple of days, and also continued runoff, according to the Weather Service. Are you going to have to keep making adjustments because of that, or as that goes on? 
Well, we'll make adjustments to what happens uh, with the, the rainfall. Um, now, what those adjustments will be, I can't tell you until we actually see that materialize. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Any other questions from the state of South Dakota? This is Jeff Dooley from Dakota Dunes. Okay. You hear me? Yes. Um, I have a question uh, maybe for, for both John and the National Weather Service. Um, as I look at the uh, the flows and the projections moving forward from both organizations, I, there's a little bit of inconsistency. For example, on six, uh, from the core on today's update forecast, it has uh, at Sioux City 46.2, uh, Thousand CFS, um, but the National Weather Service has it at 75, um, and that kind of correlates back down to down a little bit further to the river stages. Could is anybody else seeing that, or is it just? Yes, we 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 know there's a difference between their forecast and ours. Uh, we uh, our our forecasting uh, model or our forecasting tools. Uh, we uh, we couldn't match their forecast. Uh, we looked at that. This is what we think uh, we're going to be seeing in the river. I'm not going to uh, uh, speak for the, for the weather service, but we, we do know there's a discrepancy in that particular uh, forecast point. Yeah. might also mention that the USGS is out taking measurements on some of those stations, so we should have a little bit better idea how much flow is really out there after they get done with some of those measurements. That was Mike Swenson, S-W-E-N-S-O-N. This is on, on 7 2, if you look at your forecast today, it has 48,000 coming out of Gavin's Point, but only 47.9 in Sioux City. <clears throat> that doesn't. Well, that's that's down the road a ways in, in, the, in July. Okay. Thank you. This, Eileen, can you hear me? This is Kevin Lyle. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. Hi. Yeah, um, my name is Kevin Lyle. I am with the uh, National Weather Service Missouri Basin, and um, we do acknowledge that there's a discrepancy between ours and the core uh, forecast, river forecast just below Garrison or uh, Gavin's. Um, as Mike Swinson said, the USGS is out taking measurements. Uh, they just got a hay warden. Uh, measurement on the Big Sioux. That's the big unknown right now is how much flow is actually in the Big Sioux River. And so um, we are working with the uh, South Dakota USGS in retrieving their measurements, asking them to make uh, other measurements at other locations, and uh, we should have some revisions to our forecast this afternoon as we gather more information. Thank you, Kevin. Any other questions from the state of South Dakota? Uh, this is Randy. Okay. I, I can clarify. Who is um, uh, Mr. Swenson with? Is he with USGS? Yeah, sorry. Mike Swenson is with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, okay. uh, Missouri River Water Management Division. Thank you. And how do you spell Kevin Lyle's last name? Is it L-Y-L-E? L-O-W. Oh, got it. Okay. Thank you so much. And he's with the National Weather Service Missouri River Basin Forecast Center. Okay. Thank you, Eileen. Yep. Uh, any questions from the state of Wyoming? Again, star six to come off mute. 
Any national press or final questions before we adjourn? Eileen? Yes. This is Jeff Dooley again. I got a question for Kevin Lau um, on his projection on the National Weather Service projections for the Missouri River. You know, it was uh, it was at 25, Kevin, and then it was down to 23. Now it's back up to 25.4, um, with some strange deviations in your projection line. Um, on Monday, you have it dropping significantly and then going right back up. Can you exp is that most recent Missouri River at Sioux City estimate? You're most accurate at this point, and maybe explain explain the deviations. Uh, I'm looking. Yeah, I saw that dip too, and I can't explain that dip. Um, yeah, we'll be issuing another revision, and it won't have that dip this afternoon. Okay. So you, you think it's you think the 25.4 is uh, <coughs> accurate at this point? What I'm looking at right now is 25.0. I do not know if that's the official forecast that we'll go out with this afternoon. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yep. Good question. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. Okay. Any final questions? Again, star six. All right, thanks everybody for your participation in today's call. The next call is scheduled for 1 p.m. on Friday, July 6th. Again, thank you for participating. <laughs>